This is Suburban Underground with Drew and Steve on Bedford 105.1. Welcome back to another Solo Steve episode of Suburban Underground. This is your host, Steve. This time around, I picked a set of songs that, in my mind, are 70s rock songs that should have been FM radio staples. Growing up in the 70s and the 80s, radio played a big part in our lives, unlike today. AM radio was very impactful, but in the 1970s, there was a slow shift where FM was becoming the preferred band due to the better sound quality. And maybe there were other reasons for it. I'm not a radio historian. I believe it was rock radio that was the pioneering music format on FM. Back then, the DJs enjoyed a lot of freedom to pick the songs themselves. And as a result, some songs that were not necessarily singles would see airplay and were latched onto by the audience and requested to the point where they became FM rock radio staples, despite never being released as singles. Or maybe they were released as a single, but did not chart on the Billboard Hot 100, or not very high anyway. Here are some examples. Van Halen's Ain't Talking About Love was a single, but it didn't chart. Got lots of FM radio play. Same with Jamie's Crying from that same album. Aerosmith's Mom McKinn was not a single, but got airplay. And Same Old Song and Dance and Train Kept to Rollin' were singles that didn't chart. That Smell by Leonard Skinner was not released as a single, but got plenty of airplay on FM Band. Same with Ramble On by Led Zeppelin. Anyway, you get the point I'm trying to make. So I picked a set of songs that I think should have been among those played on FM radio. For whatever reason, never were. One caveat I'd like to mention is that back then, FM radio playlists were more of a regional phenomenon. So there is a chance that some of these songs in this show did get some airplay in specific radio markets around the country. It's just that I never heard them in the New York City area where I grew up. So here's my list of songs from the 70s that I think could have and possibly should have been FM radio hits. I think most, if not all of these, were never released as singles. We're going to hear from such artists as UFO, 38 Special, White Snake, Golden Earring, Uri Heap, and in this first set, City Boy, Thin Lizzy, and this one from Styx. In 1975, Styx released their Equinox album. Singles from it were Lorelei and Light Up, and they got plenty of airplay. Tommy Shaw had not yet joined the band, and it's the last album for guitarist and founding member John Kurluski, who co-wrote this song. Here is Styx with Born for Adventure.
Oh!
That was a band called City Boy from their 1979 album, The Day the Earth Caught Fire. And the song is called It's Only the End of the World. City Boy was an English band that I had never heard of before hearing them mentioned on a podcast. The podcast is History in Five Songs with Martin Popov. And Mutt Lang produced some of their early albums, including this one. Thin Lizzy with Toughest Street in Town from the 1979 album Black Rose, A Rock Legend. The album was produced by Tony Visconti and Thin Lizzy. And the members were Philip Lynott on bass and vocals, Scott Gorham on guitar, Gary Moore on guitar, and Brian Downey on drums. And I just find it a shame that really only one or two songs ever got airplay from Thin Lizzy. At this point in time, probably just one. It used to be Jailbreak and The Boys Are Back in Town. Now it's just the latter. And we started off with Sticks from the 1975 album Equinox, Born for Adventure. Coming up, Bebop Deluxe, REO Speedwagon. But first, here's something from Uriah Heep from 1977. The band at this time was made up of John Lawton on vocals, Mick Box on guitars, Ken Hensley on keyboards and guitars, Trevor Boulder on bass, and Lee Kerslake on drums. And I very recently came to appreciate these guys. Aside from the Abominog album, which was a slick early 80s AOR rock album, I only knew the album Return to Fantasy, which I owned on 8-track. However, I never really gave the album a proper chance since it was so different from Abominog songs at the time, such as On the Rebound and The Way That It Is. At that time, in the early 80s, 8-track tapes were being phased out in favor of cassette tapes, and you could buy an 8-track dirt cheap in a cutout bin. Anyway, for many years, I just considered Uriah Heep to be a, a discount Deep Purple, but I did a deep dive on their 70s stuff recently and realized there's a lot of really good music out there from them. This song is called Who Needs Me from Firefly from 1977 by Uriah Heep.
Even
was Bebop Deluxe with Made in Heaven, Made spelled M-A-I-D, from the 1975 album Futurama. This was musician Bill Nelson's band that never really made any kind of dent in the U.S. They couldn't really be pinned down to any one particular genre, moving from glam to prog rock to new wave. And this album was made during their prog rock phase with Roy Thomas Baker producing. REO Speedwagon from the 1976 album REO. The song is I Believe Our Time Is Gonna Come. REO was their sixth studio album, and it follows a period of time where Kevin Cronin had left the band and was replaced by another lead singer. He came back for this album and is joined on lead vocals by Gary Rickrath, who sings on four of the eight songs. And we started off with Uriah Heep with Who Needs Me from the Firefly album. Coming up, Paul Stanley, White Snake, and this one from Golden Earring. It's from the Dutch band's 14th studio album, if you can believe that. That came out in 1979, called No Promises, No Debts. These guys had two big hits in the U.S., Radar Love and Twilight Zone. They also had a minor hit called When the Lady Smiles, But aside from those songs, their vast catalog has gone largely unnoticed in the U.S. This song from Golden Earring is called Weekend Love.
1978. That was Paul Stanley from his first solo album, released simultaneously with the rest of the band's solo albums. The song is It's All Right, and guitarist Bob Kulik plays lead guitar on that album. As I have probably mentioned in these solo episodes before, I think Paul Stanley's solo album is the best one amongst the four that were simultaneously released. He used producer Jeff Glicksman, who had previously worked with Kansas. White Snake with You and Me from the 1979 album Love Hunter. That album yielded one single, not this song, which did not even chart. And guitarists on that album were Mickey Moody and Bernie Marsden. And John Lord of Deep Purple played keyboards. Martin Birch produced. We started that set with Golden Earring with Weekend Love from the 1979 album No Promises, No Debts. Coming up, UFO, 38 Special, and this one from Electric Light Orchestra from the 1974 album El Dorado, A Symphony. And this album yielded ELO their first top 10 hit in the U.S., Can't Get It Out of My Head. This song we're playing here is Poor Boy, The Greenwood, from ELO.
That was UFO with Rock Bottom from the 1974 album Phenomenon. It was their third studio album and their first with Michael Schenker on guitar. The rest of the lineup included Phil Mogg on vocals, of course, their only ever lead singer, Andy Parker on drums, and Pete Way on bass. If you know about my love for UFO, you know that I feel they were chronically overlooked by FM radio in the United States. Before that 38 special from their 1977 self-titled album, the song was Gypsy Bell. That was maybe the only song in this show that I was a little bit iffy about. I kind of feel bad that their first couple albums, which they're trying to be more like a soulful Leonard Skinner, in my opinion, before they took a hard commercial turn, got really ignored and overlooked by everybody. So I wanted to give it a little love, but that song may have been a bit weak for the premise of this show. That one was produced by Dan Hartman. And we started off with Electric Light Orchestra from the 1974 album El Dorado, A Symphony with Poor Boy, The Greenwood. We're going to close out this show of 1970s FM should-have-beens. They're called Rex. I'm not really sure if this album is by Rex Smith or if it's by a band called Rex with Rex Smith on vocals. Rex Smith was an actor and a pretty boy heartthrob who was also a musician. He performed in musicals on Broadway, for example, but from what I can gather early in his career, he was trying to be a hard rock star. And some of these early songs are actually quite good. It seems this pattern of early albums by singers being ignored, who later became stars, was not uncommon. If you think about John Cougar, later John Mellencamp, Rick Springfield, and this guy, Rex Smith, never reached the same level of fame as either one of those. This is called Trouble from the 1976 album Rex. So long, Bedford.
suburban underground. Suburban underground.